Hi there, welcome back. Gosh, it's so good to finally be back with you. Whoever you are. I'm drinking an Arizona iced tea right now. I got a, I got the raspberry flavor. I think the raspberry is probably one of the best ones. I've been playing a game recently where you're like, you're basically Alice from Alice in Wonderland. You're like running around like, like Wonderland, but it's like all messed up. It's like, you got these like demons with like baby faces and like, oh, it's crazy. You like, you have a teapot kettle. That's why I thought of that. You have like a teapot kettle that like shoots like cannons, cannonballs out of it into the monsters. It's sick. I just finished it. Anyways, um, I want to start off, uh, uh, aside from the tea stuff, uh, with a correction from my episode that was called, uh, a guest on the podcast, um. I, I think I said that ISIS came from uh, the war in Syria. That's not true. Um, ISIS kind of came out of the war in Iraq. Um, so I apologize for that. I think I make uh, mistakes sometimes. Uh, I think that's kind of inevitable. Um, but if you ever, you know, hear something and you're like, hey, that was incorrect, feel free to email me at thecartpodcast at gmail.com. Um I don't have my own, you know, website address for for the, you know, the end of the email. You know, I think some people were like, you know, contact us at, you know, so and Bob Bob Jones at Walmart dot com, but that's not me. I don't I don't have that. I have a Gmail account for it right now. Anyways, uh, now that the ISIS things out of the way, now the T the T thing is out of the way, um, let's start talking about Myanmar. Um, Myanmar was uh, militarily ruled for a long time, about six decades. Um, the military started ruling uh, in Myanmar after the British left. The British had colonized it, um, uh, which is it's, it's interesting. We're talking about, or at least I'm talking about. I don't, you're not talking, are you? I mean, I hope you talk along to the episode, like we're having a conversation. That'd be kind of cool. I don't know. It would probably be dominated all by me. I apologize. Anyways, um, it's it's funny that. This is what we're talking about because Sudan's going through a, a tough time with some military leadership right now. I was actually looking into that when all that broke out. Um, some interesting stuff to look up. Anyways, uh, the military was ruling uh, after the British left. Um, and there was this woman named Aung San Suu Kyi. Uh, she was a political figure in Myanmar during uh, some of the time that the military had control. She was a uh, kind of an activist for for democracy. Um, the military hated her. They put her under under house arrest for about fifteen years. She ended up winning a peace a Nobel Peace Prize uh, for her episode, uh, her efforts to bring uh, democracy to Myanmar. Um, but I, after a long time of military rule, uh, the military decided to give up some of its power um, and hold elections. Before they did that, before they held elections in 2010, um, two years prior in 2008, they decided to write a new constitution, right? So they, they made this constitution and they, you know, kind of gave themselves, you know, a lot of power. They didn't want to let go of, you know, what they had. Um, they they wrote in that, you know, they get to keep 25% of the seats in parliament, right? They'd get, they'd get uh, to veto any constitutional amendment. They'd have full power to do that. Um, and when the 2020, oh, sorry, 2010 elections came, um, 
honestly, it, it they weren't super fair. Um, some some of the people decided not to participate because they were like, hey, there's some voter bribery going on, some intimidation by the military. We don't like that. Uh uh-uh. uh We're not gonna we're not gonna participate in protest. Anyways, in 2012, I guess the elections went a little bit better because. Um, Aung San Suu Kyi's party, the National League for Democracy, won in a landslide, winning a bunch of seats um, in parliament that were up for grabs. They won 43 out of 45 seats that were uh, up for election, which is crazy. So they just swept the floor with the military. They, they said, they, you know, crazy. Her party won again in 2015, winning 86% of the seats in both the houses of parliament, right? So they controlled like 86% of that bicameral, you know, leadership they had, I believe. Which is confusing, right? Because I thought that, I don't know, maybe I should have looked this up a little more. Because uh, I thought that, you know, the military had to keep that 25%. I don't know, maybe they had, it's only one house they keep 25% of the seats in. Who knows? Anyways, sorry. Um. Well, anyways, she became pretty much the president of the country. Um, and again, the military still hold, held a lot of power. They controlled... Uh, you know, oil and gas and mining mining uh, interests uh, to kind of finance their operations. Um, the military in Myanmar has been, for years, um, committing genocide against the Rohingyans, which are a ethnic minority group in Myanmar. Um, the Rohingyans have been a persecuted group since before uh, even the British were there. Um, and the, the army in, in Myanmar has burned hundreds of villages, killed thousands of people, over 1 million people have fleed from the country, um, to find safe haven somewhere else, just since it's, it's just been a constant barrage of violence from the military over all these years. The army kind of fights under the, the guise of um, saying they're fighting militant groups, Rohingya militant groups. Um, one one militant group, or maybe the only one actually, is uh, the Iraqan Rohingya Salvation Army, which basically cropped up because the Rohingyans were being treated terribly, and they were like, "Look, you can't keep doing this to us. You gotta, you gotta give us citizenship. You gotta stop fucking with us." Obviously, what's happening and has happened to the Rohingya people in Myanmar is atrocious um i'm not going to focus on that for this episode um most recently in 2020 the national league for democracy won again uh won elections again um so this was in november of 2020 now in february of 2021 so about four months later the military staged a coup and took control of the government claiming that there had been widespread and systematic uh, election and voter irregularities. This was not really agreed upon by many other people, um, any any outside entities that were looking at the elections. I mean, there were some people that were like, yeah, hey, there were some issues, you know, because there's fighting in parts of the country. Not everybody was able to go and vote. That's one issue that happened. But overall, like, this political party had been dominating the scene since democracy, you know, came to Myanmar. Um, and basically the military and the military um, party political parties that were affiliated that had been, that were affiliated with them um, basically just took over and it's still that way currently. They arrested uh, a bunch of people in Parliament, um, some political leaders if they couldn't find them, 
they'd arrest friends or family members and keep them locked up. Um, let's see, what else? Military, uh, there were a lot of protests that weren't went on. Protesters were killed, pro protesters were taken to jail and burnt with cigarettes and um, there were mock executions. A lot of torture going on inside these prisons um, for the people who were protesting. Uh, the military threatened the people over the TV a few times on the state state television. You know, they said uh, something like, uh, you know, you got to learn from these people that are dying and getting tortured. You know, stay in your place. That's like, I'm paraphrasing, but that's essentially the words that they told, they said on TV. Kind of crazy. Um, anyways, the military says that it wants uh, to bring back democracy, right? However, the issue with this statement that they've made about bring back democracy is that really the only political parties that will be participating in the elections coming up this year are backed by the military or are, you know, basically affiliated with the military. The, the, the power, or sorry, the, the main political party that people expect are going to win is just a military proxy party. Um, so while on paper, I guess, like the military is going to be out of there, it's, they're still pulling the strings of the country. This party is called the Union Solidarity and Development Party, if you want to look it up and see what they're into, see what kind of politics they support. I think Burning Villages is in there somewhere. Um, anyways, they're expected to win in this election uh, coming up in August. A lot of um, countries have obviously uh, condemned what's, what's going on there. Um, and the military stands strong and says, no, we did the right thing, even though they fucking didn't. Um, China China actually didn't condemn the coup, even though uh, Aung San Suu Kyi, while she was president, she had built relations with China and some trade trade stuff was going on between them. And when, when the, the, the coup happened, um, one of the, the governmental people in China that was commenting on it said, called it a major cabinet reshuffle. Not a military coup, not a forceful... Um, takeover of government. It, it was just a major cabinet reshuffle. They just reshuffled the cabinet. Interesting words to use. Um, this last March in 2023, the U.S. put sanctions on uh, some of the people that are helping the military access things like jet fuel. The military carried out 670 airstrikes in 2022, um, which is an insane amount of airstrikes blows my mind that's that's like two a day it's crazy anyways um one person the military or uh the u.s put place sanctioned on placed sanctions on was ton tun tun min lat uh who was arrested in 2022 in thailand for money laundering um and also drug smuggling they found like six million dollars worth of drugs in his room in thailand his associate, I believe, is the son of a member of parliament in Thailand. Um, anyways, also in, in their room, they found, uh, the room they raided, they found some uh, documents for, like, housing. Um, for the, 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 the military general's son and daughter. They just had some nice little penthouse apartments or something. The, the, the deeds to those, those houses. Anyways... They had, they had a, I was reading, I was trying to find, uh, you know, how his trial went, because they, you know, Thailand did persecute him, or prosecute him, and, uh, 
I mean, all I got was, you know, he went to court, and then from what happened from there on, there's not a lot of, a lot of info. If you find something, you should email me. If you find something about Tunman Latt, spelled T-U-N space M-I-N space L-A-T-T, if you can find out what happened to him and email me, oh my God. I'll give you like, I'll give you five bucks. I swear to God. I'm curious. Anyways, I don't know if maybe, maybe, maybe the, uh, maybe the apartments, I don't know if they're legal. I don't know if those people legally can have them. I don't know. Thailand should like, if that's the case, if these are like off the books type of apartments, I mean, then maybe they're not, but I wonder if there's a way you could like, you know, technically get those, those people to you know, get arrested. Like, you, you had this apartment illegally. You shouldn't have... You used... Or, I don't know, you used, like, drug smuggling money to get this apartment. Now we're going to arrest you. And then you have their, their, the, the general... The military general's kids in captivity... In, in, sorry, in jail, you know? And then, and then you're like, look, military general in Myanmar, like... Stop fucking doing that. Stop doing what you're doing. I don't know. That's what I would do, I think. I'd find a way to arrest the son and the daughter... Use that as collateral, I think. Blackmail him. Is that blackmail? I don't know. Anyways. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Um, I'm trying to be a little more upbeat recently in reporting. Because I feel like sometimes I, I get... I kind of sound like a downer. I don't think that's fun to listen to or interesting to listen to. I don't know. Anyways. Take it easy. Hope you're doing well. Have a good week.